the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to the Church of the Week program right here on AM 630 The Word. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host. And uh, I say this every week, and I mean it. I love the national preachers and national pastors. They travel the world, and they minister to everyone. But there's something about those men and women that are local, that are here with us, right here in our beautiful city of San Antonio. And we call them, and they pray for us. We, we go to church, and they're there. They're ministering directly to us. They know where it hurts. They know what to say. They know how to encourage us. They even know how to discipline us, and we thank God for them. You know, I was thinking as, we, as I, I'm reading the Bible, I'm, I'm right now looking into the book of Joshua, and uh, I, there's, there's a passage that, that just stands out to me in the book of Joshua, and it's in Joshua chapter 3 where Joshua tells the people, he says, get ready. Get ready because tomorrow God is going to do wonders among you. When he says get ready, he says sanctify yourself. He says, you know, start separating yourself. Start getting ready. Separate yourself from those things that are that are not helping you, those things that draw you away from God. And you know what? I'm, I want to tell you, listener today, perhaps there's something that God wants to do in your life that God has planned for you in your life, but we are not ready for it. Are you ready to be blessed? Are you ready to receive what God has for you? Are you ready to walk into your promised land to receive the miracle you've been praying for? If you're not ready, I don't, I don't believe it'll come. So get ready. Be sanctified. Read your word. Get into prayer. Uh, quiet the, the voices of the different distractions that are in your life and put your focus, your heart, your eyes, your vision on God and watch him do wonders in your life. I hope you receive that word today. And today, my special guest is a, a special woman here in San Antonio. Uh, she has been my guest before. And man, I, I look forward to this date uh, when I get to interview and talk with Pastor Lupina. And uh, she, she's here with me today. Pastor, welcome to Church of the Week program. We are so glad to be back here, and we are blessed always with this ministry and the way that you're serving our community to share the word of the Lord to everybody. Thank you so much. And Pastor Lupina, you are, you are, you're, you're transitioning in your roles is what I understand, and so now, but you are at Northern Hills Methodist Church. Correct. We're at Northern Hills United Methodist Church, and that's in 1604 and Bulverde. And uh, we are so excited to see all the different ways where the Lord has been using this church. 
Amen. Now, before we get into the church and and the different events that you're that you guys are doing, and we're going to talk about that, but I want to talk to you about you. That's one of the things that I like to do is introduce San Antonio to the person that is the pastor, not just behind the pulpit, but before you got behind the pulpit, before you began preaching, where what was that like in your life? Where was your moment of conversion? Where did you you kind of said, I need Jesus, and, and you called him and you asked him into your heart. How did that happen for you? You know, the more I have been thinking about how does God has been working in my life and, and how has he been connecting with me, I will almost call it a ministry of the back door. Mm. It's like sometimes we expect God is going to speak to me in a specific way. It's going to be clear. It's going to be everything open, and everything is just going to make sense. But what I have learned in my life is that God does not always talks to you in that way. There are moments when he will use things that you cannot even imagine to bring you back to him. I was raised in Mexico in a very uh, good family, actually. And uh, we were people who were trying to look for the Lord in our lives. We were struggling with economic needs as well as some uh, health issues. But one of the things I learned through that time is that God is that God that is available to us every time that we need. He is the God who's willing to listen in our prayer. And I could tell you also something that it has a very deep value for all of us in the United Methodist Church. And it's something we call prevenient grace. And it's that grace that is working in your life even before you are aware. Mm. And you can see later. It's when you remember and you say, oh, now I see how God was protecting me there. So that has been probably the story of my life. I have seen how God protect me to understand that in the midst of going through crisis in life, he's that God available to use even those difficult moments. I also learned God is not the God who's trying to just do what you want to do or you need to receive. He's that God that is even in the moments that are hard in ways that you are not expecting. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I want a God perhaps to just get rid of my fear or get rid of my, of my pain or get rid of that difficult situation, and it didn't happen as I wanted. But then I learned, you know, it's not like that. There are times when God is going to be using that moment to teach me something. It's not that God is putting me there. It's God that is, God is using that moment for that. And many times I learned that the most beautiful thing that God has been doing is being that non-anxious presence, yes. walking with us in the moments of pain and differences. So in many cases in my life, I have seen that while I am expecting something in one way, here he comes with a non-anxious presence from that back door and puts me in places and situations where I can learn to depend on him. Wouldn't that be a, a great lesson to learn in advance? Yes. <laughs> yes. If we if we could just get that in our heart, in our mind, that no matter what, it's gonna it's gonna be okay because God is present. He's a very present help in a, in times of trouble, the Bible says. Yes. And and a lot of times, like you said, we look back and we say, Man, God really was there. Yes. I think it was Jacob. Was it a Jacob said, uh, God was here and I knew it not. Yes. You know, he, he was, it was a troubled time for him. Mm -hmm. It was difficult. He was running from his, for his life from yes. his brother. And, and it was difficult, but he, he turned back and says, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. He was here all along. He has been there. You know, and, and that is what, what a lesson that would be for us to remember before, before the, the storm hits or even yes. in the middle of the storm. 
You know, when we see like like Peter, the figure walking on the water, Jesus, is that you? Yes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is Jesus in our lives, in the storm. He, you know, maybe maybe in, in the other story, he's sleeping in the in the bottom of the boat, but he's present. Mm -hmm. And and how you know, and I, that, that's why I love the word. Yes, I love the word because Romans eight twenty eight one of my one of my life verses, and if we could just get those first words. The first three words for we know. If we could just get those three, mm -hmm. you know, the rest of the verse would make so much more sense. Yes. If we could just know that everything is going to work out. Yes. It's going to work out. It's going to come together and it's going to bless us. Yes. And we look back at our lives and mm -hmm. we, man, I went through a lot of stuff, but look at God. And you see, one of the beautiful things that I also have learned with the Lord that has transformed my life is, um, I remember one time when I was... Uh, preaching about this book of the scripture that is in the Old Testament, the book of Job. Job. Okay, and I remember that the last chapter of that book, it was so strange because yeah. I thought, well, how is it that somebody's going to feel happy again with a different wife, a different children, different location? But what I learned is that what God gives us is the capacity to have joy again, mm. even after having a difficult situation. It is the fact that we are people that we know that our life does not end at the end of our physical time here. We understand eternity starting right now. Right. And part of that eternity is that specific thing of having the opportunity of have joy again. That is a gift from the Holy Spirit for the Christian person. Wow. That is, I, I think the fruit of the Spirit is something that, mm -hmm. that we, we try to bottle it. We try to just, yes. you know, give me just a shot of, of peace. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but, man, uh, it, it, is, it is something to be able to have peace in the middle of the storm. Mm -hmm. And that peace comes in assurance. Yes. Assurance. I know that I know mm -hmm. that no matter how, whether I'm healed here or healed then, yes. uh, I'm, I'm in God's hands. Yes. I'm in God's hands. This is going to work out somehow. I don't know the end. I don't know the end of the movie, mm -hmm. but I know this is going to work out somehow. That's right. And and uh, that if we could have that. Yes. You know, right. if we could have that. And, and I think the way we get that is through the word, is through spending time with God, is through ha being in his presence. Because in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Yes. And, and his presence brings peace, peace that we do not understand yes. it doesn't make sense mm -hmm. the bible says mm -hmm. and so that is that is what we need to hold on to we need to have so now uh so that was that was you, you look back today and you you grew up in a in a home that was that was religious at mm -hmm. least and, and you had you had your moment and now god puts you in a place where he's calling you 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 studied and you were you did you feel that call early on? Well, one of the things I always have seen with the Lord is that there are two things that are always combined in our lives. And it is a place where he's going to give you the assurance of his presence. Kind of what you were saying about Joshua. The assurance that I'm going to be there with you till the end of this. But then there is that other section where he puts the challenge. Mm -hmm. Are always those two combined. So God, and I also believe a little bit of sense of humor in there. Yes. So he's combining that always for me. Like I felt called in ministry when I was around 16 years old. And I remember still till this day when I'm sitting down one place, and I could feel almost this wind 
of peace coming over me and just surrounding me. And I couldn't explain it to anybody, but it was just God telling me, I'm embracing you mm -hmm. with my love. It was the moment when I understood this is not the fate of my parents. What I'm experiencing here is my own fate with the Lord Jesus Christ. And at that point, I felt that God totally conquered my heart so I could be serving him in ministry. But every time that I feel, okay, God, I, I want to serve you, but I am going to ask you that under these conditions, do not ask me this, do not ask me this, do not ask me this, because this is something I cannot do. And it almost seems that on purpose, he's asking me to do those things that I told him no, because <laughs> those are the places where I can feel he's intentionally challenging me. I still remember the first church where I was appointed in Mexico and all the people that were my former professors of seminary. So I look at God and I said, how is it that you're asking me to be the pastors of my professors? This is not making sense in my mouth. And God answered to me saying, it is not about your power. It is about my power through you. And you're just invited to the party. Wow. So when I felt, okay, God, I have this one, I can do this, then God moves me out of my own country and sends me to the United States with the weirdest call, and it was to become a missionary from Mexico to the United States. So for nine years, I served in Ohio, helping yeah. with Hispanic ministers in that place. But again, every single time I see those two things combined in my life, it is an assurance of the presence of God and the spirit of God there, but also a challenge where I need to rely and be humble before God to know how to keep going in ministry. You know, I said I was reading the book of Joshua, and you see that, that contradiction Yes. You know, uh, because God God would speak to Joshua and and and, and Joshua says, you know, he sees the city and, and the chap verse verse one of, of chapter six, I believe, opens up and says, uh, and the city of Jericho was securely shut up. No one got in, no one got out. Mm -hmm. Verse two says, And God said to Joshua, See, I have given you the city. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you and you have that that contradiction. Mm -hmm. What I see And what God says. Exactly. And that is sometimes makes us laugh. Yes. Some laugh, some cry. Yeah. But it but it's <laughs> but it is that contradiction, that that mm -hmm. push and pull mm -hmm. of calling and ability mm -hmm. that, you know, I can't do this, mm -hmm. but but I will be available. Yes. I heard someone say, I'm not very good, but I will be the most available. Yes. And that's what God needs. Yes. That's what God is looking for. And I th I thank God that you were available even to now. Coming uh, all the way to San Antonio yes. and being able and ministering here in San Antonio. So tell me a little bit about about the church, where you're at, what you guys are doing. Northern Hills United Methodist Church is an amazing place where I can say, and I have said to every person who comes to our congregation, whenever anyone is invited to our church, you're going to find people who are going to welcome you. Now, you're not going to find us perfect inside. Mm -hmm. So do not look at us as the place to evaluate if the church is good or bad. Look at the Lord Jesus Christ, who in his um, grace is putting us all of us together so we can all grow in our faith together. So we are a group of people diverse from different backgrounds of any kind. Like um, some of them are cultural, some of them are economic, different But we are all together trying to learn and grow in our faith by reaching, teaching, and loving in the community where we are. 
We're also a congregation that right now has a second site, and that's what we call our ministry center, and that is in Nacopas. And our intention in there is also to get to a connection and a community that we have felt a little bit isolated. So through that, we are serving in different ways. We also learned that the gospel can be preached in not just through the pulpit. Actually, probably that's the place of celebration. Right. It's about preaching the word of the Lord through our actions and through how we connect with the community. But also we have learned that when we are connecting with the community, we are learning of what God is doing among other people, and we are able to grow in our faith through that connection. You know, somebody told me one time, man, I wish I had a job like yours. You on Sunday, you you talk for about 40, 45 minutes, and that's it. That's all you do. You just talk for 45 minutes, yeah. on, you know, on Sunday. And I said, dude, yeah. if you only knew, yeah. if you only, that's less than 10% yes. of ministry happens behind the pulpit on, on that stage. It's less than 10%. The rest of it is out in the streets is, is what we do Monday yes. through Friday, Saturday, at all types, yes. all times of the day. Yes. And so that's that's what a church is called to do. Yes. You know, to go out and touch our community and to, to be the hands and, and to be the feet. And I think that's what that's what you're talking about you're doing at mm -hmm. this at this second location in Naco Parent. What is are there, are there services there? Are there like church services or there are different community services? What happens there? Well, what is happening actually in both locations is that we do have regular worship services. Our congregation has a total of 10 worship services during the week. And you can find them in every time from 1 at 6.30 in the morning wow. at the ministry center where we are very intentional to be uh, available for those who are taking the via buses. So through mm. that, we have it before they go to work. And we have other worship services happening and during the week and on Wednesday nights. And in the new uh, location, we have a Sunday worship service at 1 p.m. called La Roca. And that's a bilingual, fully bilingual English and Spanish worship service. But that's just in worship. We also do other ministries. We're very involved with Northeast in the Independent School District, where we help through that uh, with English as a second language education, mm -hmm. as well as reading bodies, bodies. And also during the summer, we have a great program called Project Transformation. And our desire to that through that program is during eight weeks, we're helping children not to lose their level of reading. So when they come back to school, they are in a Over good level. Over the summer. Yes. Then they come in at least at the same level that they left. Yes, at least or better in right. some cases. So, mm -hmm. and and uh, now, what is what is your website? Because you guys have are doing a lot, and it, it'll be a lot for someone to even remember. Yes, uh, that what we're doing. How can we find you? You can find uh, on us on the internet in nhumc.org. Northern Hills uh -huh. United Methodist Northern Church. Hills United Methodist Church dot org nhumc dot org and uh, yes you can learn more about our ministries I can list you from food pantries also that we have and one of them is our blessing of the bikes that that's one of our greatest opportunities of sharing with the community but we have different ways of connecting well let's talk about the blessing of the bikes uh, that's that's one of the your main events I mean you guys do that every year. And uh, and people love it. San Antonio loves it, and we love to to be able to put a spotlight on that and and talk about it and invite everybody with a bike 
no matter what yes. size that I understand I could I could show up with my tricycle yes yes <laughs> talk to me about that well one thing that is very important for the United Methodist denomination is that we believe that the work of the church does not happen just with the pastor but mm -hmm. it's about empowering our lady leadership and uh, God opened the door having an outstanding leader and that's Herschel and Herschel came and I knew he was a biker And uh, when he arrived, I remember that in Ohio, there was that ministry where you just learn about the biking community and you wanted to connect with them and bless them. So I invite Herschel and I ask him, are you willing to do that? And Herschel answered, and he can tell you more about how he answered and how this crazy thing is now tell becoming us, a ministry. <laughs> tell us, talk to well, us. I love telling the story because it's such a God story. Yeah. Um, I was leaving, prior to that, the year before, I was leaving <clears throat> the uh, Republic of Texas uh, biker rally in Austin in June every year. And I was on my way to a bar to a bikini bike wash. Okay. And none of my buddies wanted to go, but I was determined I was going to go <laughs> to the bikini bike wash. And so I left out of the rot rally. And you know how us bikers are. I was getting on my motorcycle out of there. And, and I flew past this thing that I noticed out of my corner of my eye. And it was, a, it was a free bike wash and motorcycle blessing. And I swear, God hit me in the back of the helmet with a rock because I, I felt like a womp. And then he, I turned around and went right, right there, got my motorcycle blessed, had a great prayer session with these guys. Yeah. And so I've tried to continue that, just what they did for me through the Northern Hills Church, yeah. uh, Blessing of the Bikes every year. And so, yeah, well, we're excited. This is our fifth year. Wow. And so you were blessed to be a blessing. Yes. And I think if, if more of us mm -hmm. would understand that simple thing, the, if, I, I, I tell the church this. If God could get it through you, yes. he'll give it to you. Yes. But if we are hoarders of the blessing, mm -hmm. and then how, how will you bless the body? I, I think God has a hard time giving to hoarders, mm -hmm. people that are cheap, mm -hmm. people that just want to take for themselves. But if, if God could get it through you, and so that, that's pretty much what, what God did. In, in your life. Yes. And so now you, you, you got blessed at this thing on your way to the bikini and you got turned around. <laughs> and uh, Yes, <laughs> that, I did. <laughs> you got turned around and, and, and now you're, you're using that, what you learned and that blessing multiplied to bless other people. So talk to me about, give me dates, give me times. How do we get there? On, uh, on our fifth anniversary is Saturday, March 30th at Northern okay. Hills United Methodist Church. Uh, the address is 3703 North Loop 1604 East in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, what's really exciting is you're talking about blessing is that we've, we've not only turned the motorcycle blessing, we've now turned that into also a children's book drive. And we're yeah. more excited about that. I mean, yeah, we want to reach the biker community, but Pastor Lupina was just talking about the reading buddies and yeah. everything. And, and so we want to be able to give back to that community so that those kids will be able to come into school with a higher, hopefully a higher reading level than they left with. Uh, because we have found out through the ministry center and through our church that, um, what, what grade is it that, that really is struggling? Third grade. Third grade. So that's why we're asking for children's books, because we really want to help those third graders. You know, isn't that, isn't that evidence of something that God's hand is on? When it doesn't just stay dormant, mm -hmm. it grows. Yes, it started with a blessing of the bike. Now we're we're blessing children, and we're and we're providing and we're giving more. And this thing is growing mm. into something. So if if I could, and maybe perhaps Lupina, uh, invite 
Let's let's invite San Antonio, Herschel. Let's invite San Antonio. You I, you have a mic in front of you uh, to come on out March thirtieth at ten a.m. Yes, 10 a.m. Uh, uh, we're going to be providing some live music there. We're going to have breakfast, tacos, coffee. Uh, we're going to do the motorcycle blessings. We're going to be taking in the bikes. But that very same weekend is uh, Thunder in the Hill Country in Bandera, Texas, which is probably the largest rally in this area right around San Antonio. Right. So I know all you bikers out there are going to be going to Thunder in the Hill Country. But before you go, please stop in on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock and have your motorcycles blessed. On your on your way up to on your way up to Bandera, yes, sir. Excellent. That's that's a that's great planning. That's yes. a great strategy. Come on by your uh, the church is on the northeast side of town, right on on 1604. Uh, it's in there's there's a couple of churches there, so don't pull into the wrong one. Uh, United Methodist uh, is is the one you want to come into. And uh, Lupina, in in this last couple of minutes, won't you invite San Antonio? Won't you uh, to church on Sunday? to to the the blessing of the bike on on March 30th but won't you invite and, and perhaps even speak a word of blessing over San Antonio at this moment i would like to invite everyone who's listening to come and be part of our community at Northern Hills United Methodist Church that is going to be a church where if you come you're going to be welcome you're going to be loved you're going to be challenged and we're going to help you and also empower you to become a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not through our power, but through the power of the Holy Spirit. I also encourage you to come realizing that you're coming like all of us, broken with places where we need to grow in our faith, but all together coming to that mighty, perfect God that is loving us. I also encourage you to come to events like this of the Blessing of the Bikes, where we are trying to go and learn from the community and see how God is working among them and connect through that and see how this God that we have is not giving up in all of us. And right now, I just pray a blessing upon San Antonio, and we reclaim this land in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray that anything that is going on in this city may be a way that the Lord can use so we can say one day that the one reason why people recognize San Antonio is because it's a city that is guided by the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 I amen to that too. Thank you for that blessing. I received that and uh, received that for San Antonio. So San Antonio, if you're a biker, if you know a biker, if you if you're a biker, you know a biker. <laughs> and so uh, don't come alone. March 30th at 10 a.m. Uh, bring your buddies, bring everybody, and then on Sunday come to church. Yes. Come to church right at, at at Northern Hills United Methodist Church on 1604. Come on out. And be blessed. And when you're blessed, be a blessing. Amen. God bless you, San Antonio. Thank you, Pastor Lupina. Thank you, Thank you Herschel, Thank for you. coming out. And God bless you, San Antonio. See you God next time. You. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.